Good next Brian here from the Convincing Idiots Podcast. We're sharing these segments with you in case you're looking for some time with us, but don't have time for a full episode. Listen to us every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots. Find us on the new YouTube music app. And we hope we convince you to come back and join us every week. Gen X Brian here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, tell two enemies. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots podcast. I'm convinced. You call it again? Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Called it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today. Jingle uh, All the Way is, in fact, the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get Grandma a present, <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the sea breeze, <laughs> holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going to hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh... Four, three, two. And welcome back to segment number three of Convincing Idiots. I am Millennial Nick, along with Gen X Brian and Zenial Dean, and this fella down here. Snidely Whiplash. Snidely Whiplash. There you go. Today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're going to talk about mm. love. Valentine's Day is upon us. And in the spirit love of is love, strange. we would like to talk about some of our all-time do do favorite. No, you don't. It's just me and Brian showing love. Stop. No, I got it. Look, you did no. it for me, too. Me and Brian do it for each other, not you. Yeah, I know you and, do. Um, <laughs> Smell your fingers all the time. <laughs> anyway, in the spirit of smelling fingers and Valentine's Day, we're going to discuss mm-hmm. some of our favorite fictional couples in mm-hmm. media. So, mm-hmm. Dean, be, why don't because since your tube love is real? Well, that's true, Dean. Why don't since you're the third man out, the third wheel? Uh, why don't <laughs> you start and tell us uh, one of your favorite fictional couples? Again, it can't be me and your mom because that's real fucking good. That's just right. real. So, <laughs> real. All right, my, number one on my list. Um, I'm gonna go with the Flintstones, but not who you think. I'm going the beautiful Barney and Betty. Mm. Rubble. Yes. Those two uh, get people wanting to overlook them they're and rubble go with and their the, parts together. That's what yeah, they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know that little guy. You know, he's he's put the shocker in there. You know, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> so yeah. Um she was a smoke show. He's probably mm-hmm. packing like a goddamn hog. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> just so as tall these wine, fucking yeah. girth for days. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn Pringle can up in that bitch. <laughs> so if you're looking like I, I took my list and I judged on who would I want to see in a sex tape, and number one on my list is absolutely Betty and Barney Rubble. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, I, I will add there on a serious note, by the way. So, <laughs> <I can't. uh-oh. laughs> there is nothing not serious about the conversation that we just had, Brian. Yeah, what the fuck? I, yeah. 
No, but as you guys know, I am an adopted child. And on the Flintstones, Barney and Betty adopted a child. So Bam Bam, as you may or may not remember. I did not not realize that uh, he was adopted. Oh, okay. He was an adopted child on the show. And it was sort of a thing where... Uh, you know, it's a cartoon. They weren't getting into you know why are they adopting a child? But sure. was, they had they had some excitement <laughs> and struggles to well, adopt well, him. Well, friends, Betty's infertile, so <laughs> <laughs> we had to adopt. <laughs> no, but as an adopted hey, kid, friend, it was I'm cool. shooting blanks out of my uh, Pringles can. Whatever, <laughs> I've got man. no choice. But it was got cool all this to thing see. And no buck. You know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> pulls down his pants. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was cool. sorry. That is very nice. Right. Brian. Yeah. We just took very Brian's sweet ass sentiment, sentiment and ruined it with well, with Pringle can dick jokes. That's right. I'm going. I'm going next. I'm going to continue the uh, the trend of the Flintstones. One of my favorites is Fred and Wilma Flintstone. There we go. I I used to watch the Flintstones a ton as a kid growing up on reruns as you you know as you may or may not know it was a i know you guys know but it was a when flintstones was on television it was a prime time show it was it was made for an adult audience originally so that sort of had that honeymooners you know theme to it um and i if i'm not mistaken less ideals towards spousal abuse <laughs> but definitely some of the earlier episodes especially had some more of adult humor type jokes and all that but I, if i'm not mistaken the first you know fred and wilma were depicted on television as a married couple doing something that i don't believe any other couple was shown on television doing until the flintstones if i'm not mistaken ah uh, cuckolding nope <laughs> uh one of the first Mary brought a source on really giving it to her. Ants <laughs> 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 <Aunt> live. <laughs> One of the first married couples to be depicted sleeping in the same bed on television was Fred oh, and Wilma. Oh, risque. If you think back to some of the old black and white sitcoms and all that, like Bewitched, etc., separate beds. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. That's, that's yeah. true. strange. It's just strange. If it never happened in real life, maybe. You know, I don't know. But normally, maybe some couples, but... Anyway, Fred Wilma, something to that's say. Actually how, that's actually how uh, Megan and I's bedroom is set up: is is two <laughs> separate beds, and then once a month we you know push them together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Fred, you know, Fred, you know, that's actually how he landed Wilma. Not a lot of people know mm-hmm. this, but um, she went to the bowling alley, and he watched him put his three fingers in, and then mm-hmm. on his twinkle toes, ding, 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 and, and, and just rocked that ball down the, the, the lane, and she, she fainted, and uh, she's like, next, please. Nick, what do you got? <laughs> um, I would like to bring a uh, very lovely couple to the table. Very pure, very wonderful mm-hmm. couple. They got together when they were just kids, and uh, I'm going to go with Corey and Topanga from Boy Meets World, the popular uh, 90s sitcom. You know what? Mm -hmm. Corey fell in love with Topanga almost immediately um, when they were in middle school. Well, yeah, they kind of got up. She was the, he, the, 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 her first few episodes, her first season. She was yeah. the annoying, nerdy sure, girl. Sure, she was the know-it-all and very. There was that right. contentious. And then, and then the of, next yeah. season, they're like, okay, let's change her character and, yeah. and make it. 
But okay, so puberty hits. Uh, some of the you notice the nerdy girl. You're like, you Whoa. may be feeling about each other start to change and things like that. Curls in his head from, stood straight up from a very young age in middle school. Uh, and you know, Corey and Topanga, they they uh, dated through their uh, school years and uh, through college, end up getting married on the show. It's just a it's a nice story. They had their ups and downs. Uh, they learned together. They grew together. They grew into adults together. And the daughter, uh, when where she her she even met this world. That's right. Yeah, there was a spinoff, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. On uh, Dis- was it? Dis- I think Disney, Disney Plus or something did a yeah, yeah. or Disney Channel. But yeah, Girl Meets World. World. That's right. Mm-hmm. No, I that's think right, I watched yeah. two episodes of that when it started, and I was like, oh, nostalgia, too. and then I didn't care anymore. And but, like, um, that's all I needed to see. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but I have Corey and Topanga, I, uh, Matthews. Um, so, mm, very good. Meets World. Yeah. Very good. I, Dean. Um, well, got I'm any gonna... more uh, cartoon porn on your list there, bud? Uh, that's a different list. Uh, so, I'm going to stick with this <laughs> list for right but now. Strikingly similar to this one. <laughs> strikingly similar. <laughs> I'm going to go with the galaxy's favorite couple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Han Solo. And Leia Organa, mm. um, this galaxy power couple, um, you know, it changed the course of the universe. Their yeah. love, um, without their love, I don't think the Rebel Alliance would be where it is today. Um, mm-hmm. Their love saved all of us, not just the universe, all of us. Yeah. Plus, again, with the sex tape thing, <laughs> who wouldn't want to see Harrison Ford give it to Carrie Fisher? Sure, sure. Yep. Did they now? What? Why didn't that? Why just was the flame too hot to last? Why did it have to burn out? Why didn't they? Why didn't they make it? In the whiny Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of a lot of kids that uh, where their parents uh, uh, split up or whatever, you know, like, oh, I think it was my fault, and it, and it more likely wasn't this was. time. No, totally Kylo Ren's fault. You yeah. sack of shit. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yep. Terrible. Brian. All right, so. we have you sort of a more modern version of Fred and Wilma Flintstone, Marge and Homer. Simpson. Hmm. How about that? So, not the perfect couple, but definitely love each other. Um, at the end of the, the day, she really is. Loves her family. <laughs> saintly woman, like you say, and, and on the show, and Homer's a, a dumbass, but at the end of the day, you know, he loves his wife, he loves his family, and that shows uh, through on the series. So, and with the longest running Married yeah. couples depicted uh, the matter of fact, the longest right. running married couple in television history, Marge and Homer Simpson. How about that? So wow. there you go. Yep. Quite Squad the accomplishments. Yeah. Congratulations to the Simpsons. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he he gives us hope. He gives us all of us uh, fat schlubs hope that we could land uh, such a dime piece like uh, like Marge. Such a tall haired woman. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. right, like Marge Simpson. <laughs> That's right. Just get up all in that shit. Yep. yep. Nick, what do you got next? Uh, next, I have uh, uh, here. Here's a layup for me. Uh, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows of all time. Ross and Rachel from Friends. Sure. Um, Ross and Rachel, more so than just the whole Ross and Rachel angle, and the like. Really, when you look at 
the 10 years of friends um you know ross and rachel really only dated for like a couple of those seasons right he spends mm-hmm. the whole first season trying to they're trying to work it out he kind of likes her she kind of likes him they care about each other they date in the second season they get together third season falls apart, whatever so there's about there's like a couple seasons there where they actually spend dating on again off again one has feelings for the other the other one doesn't and vice versa through the years all the while though they are trying to find ways to be supportive of one another and there's this undertone of like really unconditional love that they have for one another throughout the years even when they're dating other people they show moments of really caring and for one another and rooting for one another there's an episode for example where ross sacrifices you know his some big speech because Rachel hurt herself and she won't take herself to the hospital. So he sacrifices this big moment for himself. And there's all these different ways where they're looking out for each other over the years, even though they're not together, haven't been together for many years. The love is still there and not to get too sappy about it, but it's just, it's an, it's a really nice thing. I mean, friends is a comedy series, but it's a very serious, you know, kind of look at what a relationship should be that even if, you know, when you really love someone, and they're, they're, you're not with them, the fact that you still look out for them, you still care for them, even if they, you know, don't get to be yours, you're still, you still have that love for them as a person. And the fact that they end up together at the end is very nice. Obviously, they have a child together before they end up for the final time with one another. But um, every time I watch it, and I just kind of watch different episodes, I'm like, it is a nice little thing that, sure, it's, it's a big crux of the whole storyline of, of the show, all through the years, Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel, when are they going to get back together? Um, but it is nice. There's all these little moments. They date many other people. Ross is married multiple other times, but eventually one of the times to Rachel. Um, but it's nice that they do end up together. And through the years, they kind of, they're always kind of looking out for one another, still showing love for one another, and then do find their way back to one another in the end. I like that. Very good. Excellent. Gotta Brian, love lobsters. Gotta love lobsters, man. Mm-hmm. Dean, I think you're up next. I am. Nick's oh, an sorry. idiot. Oh, that's um, okay. That's all right. <laughs> I was blinded by love, Dean. Fuck you. <laughs> I hope that someday when when Nick and you and I share our first kiss, the crowd goes, woo, also. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my hope. <laughs> it might. Um, my next offering for this love fest is a couple that... Um, Again, like Ross and Rachel, you, you, you see it blooming, but this started as a friendship. They give it a little more time to build. Um, but the love that they showed that they had for each other through the show um, is, is really was really uh, special and, and like actual heartwarming in, in, at times. And, and actually, they, they never kind of deviated from the story. But I'm going with Just Tim and two girls, one cup. Isn't no. It? No, oh. but it's Jim and Pam from The Office. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, th- there was a, they had like a hiccup towards the end of the series, but they only, only asked a couple episodes, and it wasn't even the idea of like it, they were going to break up. It was just like they had, they had marital issues like anybody else does. But for the most mm-hmm. part, it just showed how much they cared for each other, first as friends and then... Um, the, the, it was honestly in TV form, a beautiful, uh, uh, relationship to watch and, and a f- nice because like a lot of the other ones, like Rush and Rachel will break up here, break up there. They, they have to have their trials and tribulations. This was just kind of the heart of the show. 
Um, and I, you know, it was nice to see a, a couple on TV that didn't have like the tumultuous times. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the uh, Jim and Pam of it all uh, from the office. Very good. Nice. That's a good one. Well, another, now uh, is it Brian's uh, turn? Yes. It, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, there's so a show tonight learn- was to hear Brian speak. And, uh, Maybe you just got to learn our names. Well, as a kid, you know, a lot of the reruns on television were from the 60s, you know, the 60s cartoons, television shows, and all of that. And, you know, as you might remember, so many wholesome couples in the 60s were depicted on television. You know, Fred and Wilma. Uh, we talked about, you know, Fred and Barney already and others. And Another strange couple, one well, maybe one of the one of the strangest married couples probably ever depicted on television, but just loved each other, so sweet and kind all the time, but just both very strange beings. The monsters. I'm going to give you Herman mm. and the monster. <clears throat> just every scene of them. This oh, oh, clear, oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Oh. Herman loved Lily. To death, and you know, she was always very uh, a nice, motherly figure on the show. At the end of the day, there were two beings that loved each other, even though they were weird. They didn't think they were weird, but the world <laughs> thought they were weird. But they still loved each other and their family. And that's that in itself is a a nice message out there. So, Herman and Lily Munster love the monsters to this day. I like that. There you go. Love it. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Love that. Nick. Uh, love you guys also. Um, I'm going to go off the board oh. with this one. Uh, because I love you guys, uh, we, I would say, are proof that uh, couples or, or, or uh, you know, uh, uh, a tripod, as you might call us, or is not bound necessarily to romantic love, except, you know, sometimes off camera, whatever. But outside of the box, this I my next two hands and a submission lot of love, baby. is a couple, but not in the romantic sense. Uh, sometimes you might say that uh, you, you know, maybe you uh, love people uh, that you work with. A working relationship in many mm. ways could be like a yeah. relationship. And these yeah. two gentlemen work together uh, and really through it all truly grew to love one another um, at many points throughout the show. I'm going to have to go with Walter and Jesse from Breaking Bad. Um, These two showed a lot of love for each other over the years. Uh, Mm -hmm. They certainly were a couple in the, uh, you know, space of uh, the drug industry. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, definitely you see the ups and downs of their relationship, times of them not trusting one another and going back and forth. There's power struggles and different dynamics in their relationship. But at the end of it all, um, I feel like both of them truly, and at various points really deeply care about uh, the other one. And it's a very realistic look, I think at like the human relationship element uh, with a friend. And, you know, like I said, they're kind of the ups and downs at times. They almost felt like enemies, but Ultimately, I think that they really cared about each other and loved one another. Um, so I, I will say Walter and Jesse from from Breaking Bad. That's that's kind of like uh, Brian and Nick, your your guys' relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. But 
but Nick doesn't uh, deal with uh, drugs. He deal he deals with hugs, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's gotten in the way of his relationship a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm a hug dealer. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could go to Brian again, but I know I'll get corrected and redirected uh, to Dean. I so Dean, you might as well just fucking sh- go. Well, hug the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> My next one um, is legitimately one of my favorite couples of television. They they're just sweet and adorable and romantic, funny as is all get up, um, and it depicts society today. And I am proud uh, uh, and and loving couple uh, Cam and Mitchell. From mm. Modern Family, yes, yeah. very good, um, very good. Those two are just two of the funniest damn characters on TV. Written well, um, portrayed fantastically by both. Um, but the but the couple themselves shows just like what a loving marriage uh, could and should be. I, I think it's a, a great depiction of just you know marriage, like everyday mm-hmm. marriage. You know, kind of like a, a Dan and Roseanne, or you know, just what uh, kind of an insight of what real life uh, marriage looks like. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Cam and Mitchell from Modern Family. It's a good one. Very Great nice. choice. Yep. Well, as a kid, this, uh, this couple came from the world of comics originally, and it really depicted a couple that had a, a lot of struggles and it found a way to persevere and remain together. Yeah, you know, he was uh, uh, broke most of the time, you know, struggling to survive in the comics, but he had this a lot of conflict. I didn't know Dean and Megan were a comic book character <laughs> <laughs> before they were our friends. That's crazy. <laughs> With this head, you don't think this was a comic book? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and she was a well-known model and kind of a you know about town. And he was struggling to you know maintain the you know the, all that stuff. So I'm going to give you Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. You know the Amazing Spider-Man and Mary Jane. So they call so- me Peter Peeker. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. And Nick, they've called Peter Porker, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> right. Yes. 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 No, but in the comics, you know, just a the great. Slider verse. Yes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, but that's what that's made Spider Man a very relatable character is that he was just an every man, you know, struggling to make ends meet. He had this power, obviously the whole great power with comes great responsibility. So he's out there trying to use his powers for good, has to deal with an ailing aging aunt, trying to keep up with Mary Jane, her lifestyle, and she's desired by all these people. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole Mary Jane all the time, don't you? That's right. That's right. That's right. Anyway, great fictional couple. I remember as a kid thinking that's Something, I mean, that, that seemed real to me. Like, that's real grown up type problems that Peter Parker had. It was not relatable when I first started reading it, but as you grow up, and, and you know, it's, it is, or he is a still a relatable character. I think even in the movies and all that today. So, there you go. Nice. Nick, who else you got? Yep. Uh, this one is uh, one that I kind of see happening in the future. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. This is one that certainly has kind of been in the works. It's been making its way there for a while. And this is one that I definitely see being the next great love affair. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me and my brand new electric bike from our friends Ooh. at RPM Bike Shop. That's right. I can see <laughs> myself today riding mm. off into my electric future with the finest electric bike on the market today from our friends at RPM Bike Shop. That's right. They uh, Here's why I see it happening. Okay, I am here in Northeast Ohio. They are in Carrollton, right here in Northeastern Ohio, right? The logistics work out. Um, I can see myself with a wonderful electric bike. And you might be able to see yourself with one of their wonderful electric bikes. In fact, you can head on over to their website, which is rpmbikeshop.com, see for yourself. You can also go to their Facebook page, just search RPM Bike Shop, or, hey, maybe give them a call on the love line, 330-808-7792. And perhaps you can find your next great love affair with Mm. an electric bike from RPM Bike Shop. Mm. That's right. It's a good pick. That's a pro tip for you. I heard the love affair started when you backed into the handlebar. (laughs) Well, I definitely felt some things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Certainly, uh, my my spider senses were tingling. I felt (laughs) some things that I hadn't felt in a while. And uh, yeah, certainly. There was chemistry. Let's just say that. Um, For my my next submission, aside from myself and and Mm -hmm. RPM Bike Shop, there, this was. I was almost going to cheat and say the whole show because there's like a lot of great couples on the show. But if I had to pick out one, I'll go with them. Um, I could have cheated and said basically any married couple um, from uh, This Is Us. Uh, mm. There's so many great examples of unconditional love uh, <laughs> on that show. But is there any more pure? than Jack and Rebecca, their whole love story, the tragic end. I mean, honestly, at the beginning, they have turbulent times. Like, he's a bit of an alcoholic. He needs to get his drinking under control. Um, You know, and she's, there's jealousy. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately, by all intent and purposes, until, you know, he dies tragically in in the house fire, uh, they just have a wonderful life raising their three kids. And um, I love the way that that show highlights their love and then the way it kind of carries over into the relationships of their children throughout the year. And the, the ending year. was beautiful for them. Bah! Sorry. What ending? Wait, no, because I still haven't finished the last season. How in the... F- Dude, we just started rewatching Loki, okay? We started watch, started we picked Loki back up, all right? It's, it's mm-hmm. things are okay. working. We're not linear here. I'm still not done with this as us. But beautiful love story. Beautiful love story. <laughs> also, it ends with them sh- both being eaten by a bear, all right? I spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout out to Beth and Randall. Hey. Beth and Randall are a great fucking example of what a couple should be. They support each other. They love each other. It's fantastic. They blow up in a, a house explosion in Mars. <laughs> when they colonized it. <laughs> You're going to be really surprised by this last season. Mm-hmm. Fucking writers just stopped giving a shit. Well, all the same. Seasons one through eight of this, or seven of This Is Us, whatever it was, it was fantastic. But yeah, I've got uh, Jack and Rebecca from This Is Us. Just, just, a, just a lovely little story there. Dean. All right. Um, Any shows that you can speak on there, couples that you've actually finished? I'm about to finish on you. Um, <laughs> the next one this I'm going to go turn with for the sex. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with. Um, you know what? 
Here we go. I'm going to go. I've, I've gone to like like good pure couples that I've enjoyed their love and enjoyed their affection. I want to put one on my list that is um, a bit rocky, um, that, that has those trials and tribulations that didn't quite start out well, and but they had the the the, the greatest chemistry, um, good and bad chemistry, back and forth, um, even to where it got physical um, with Ooh. slapping each other. Oh, was, are you talking about was, you and me? Was, God, I hope so. <laughs> um, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, Sam Malone and Diane Chambers mm. from yes. Cheers. Um, and they're on my list because the, the attraction was always there. Um, but I put them on the list of the banter. Like it's that pulling the pigtails, um, dipping the pigtails in, in ink type thing, you know, where you like her, so you pick on her. And she liked him, so she picked on him. Um, there was jealousy there when when they saw each other with other people, and even up until the the final episode of the series. Nick, I don't want to spoil it for you because you've probably <laughs> never seen it. Um, I've never heard of Cheers, <laughs> especially <laughs> while you're doing uh, the show. Um, so I would say, yeah, th- those two are, are up there with my favorite couple, given that it was on and off again. Um, but the love was always there, and, and it was funny and exciting, especially for the time. Um, it, uh, I think America sitcoms had had always seen these couples that were loving, and, and uh, from the, well, even then, the Cosby Show that showed the the you know the perfect marriage, Mary Tyler Moore, Dick Van Dyke, you know, all of these different shows like that. I think uh, uh, Cheers was something different and showed something mm. different, and and I think uh, everybody was drawn to it. And so, mm. yep, Sam Malone and Diane Chambers from Cheers. Yeah, that's a great one. It, it, that that final scene, Dean, when it's very powerful. Said it, it sticks to me even today. Like it, many of us have had that feel. That you're you're trying to make it with somebody, and it's not really, and then. Then it's like, well, I'm gonna, you know, you're breaking up, and I'm, but I'll come back, and we'll we'll do this or we'll do that, and you know, I'll come back in six months or something like that. And she walks up those stairs, and I, he just kind of stood there, and, yep. And he he just said after she closed the door, "Have a good life," because he knew he was not going to see her again. And I was like, wow, that was just such a powerful right moment in that series there with those two. But anyways, speaking of not going to see each other again, uh, the two sides mm-hmm. of Dean's shirt. Dean, are you um, wearing a flannel shirt completely open with no undershirt? Is that what's happening right now? No undershirt, but it's buttoned down here. Okay. <laughs> it's I, it's I just couldn't... the the camera is is higher, okay. so you're just getting the sexiness that is the chest. <laughs> Do that. Okay. Is that better? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It just looked like it was kind of just open there, and I'm like, it's always open you, you, there, and. <laughs> Yeah, that light reflection is something else. You get yourself a you get yourself a tan through the, the video. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to give you. Uh, Dean already said it. It's an overlap here, but uh, the first power couple in the universe, Han and Leia, is on my list as well. So I remember as a kid, it was like, wow, those two can't possibly get together, and they sure did. And it was uh, pretty amazing in the in the movie. Uh, you know, and of course, Empire Strikes Back when they got together. So that was uh, uh, awesome, great couple. That's it. So there you have it. The first power couple in my youth, 
on and Leia. Absolutely. Yes. Nice. And uh, my my final submission here, I've had a lot of ideal couples. Uh, you know, ups and downs, sure, but a lot of, most for the most part, smooth sailing. This couple did not have uh, an ideal relationship in our time viewing their relationship. Um, but through it all, they stuck together. Uh, it may have taken him, uh, you know, uh, flying around their home city and rescuing their son from certain death, but it was Liz and Howard from Jingle All the Way. He may not have always been around, but damn it, it was all in the interest of making mm-hmm. their sweet, sweet boy happy on Christmas yep. and being dedicated to providing a lovely life for his mm-hmm. family. And after it all, damn it, they turned it around. He started focusing on family more and are just Liz and Howard, just the best through, through the good times and the bad through the turbo mans and the boosters. They made it together. Liz and Howard Langston from jingle all the way through the sleazy neighbors, mm-hmm. the house fires, the burglaries, the reindeer. I was stuck it out. for the sleazy neighbor. It's kind of how I watched the movie. Yeah. So was he. All right. Um, so let's go through some of our um, uh, honorable mentions, right, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Sure. Lily and Marshall from uh, How We Met Your Mother. Uh, the next one, real quick, I will go uh, uh, Ariel and Eric, just because, once again, sex tape. Uh, Little Mermaid, and that was that's from. Yeah. And then... Brian is unenthused. <laughs> You're telling me you wouldn't watch a, a Disney Ariel and Eric sex tape? You wouldn't. You wouldn't pop that on. Uh, you're lying. That's what yeah. you're doing. Pop so it on. Like I've searched 15. it out. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's right. Everything exists yeah. on the internet. We have AI. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yep. And, and then for even longer. I have. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. Uh, Noah and Allie. Uh, if you're not familiar with the two names, they are the two characters from the movie The Notebook. That's some guy in Brian's <laughs> girlfriend. Uh, slow down. Easy there. <laughs> no, Noah and Allie from The Notebook. Oh, okay. They had their ups and downs, but God damn it, they died holding hands at the same time. Sure. There you go. So, come on. That's true love. Or sure. they just got tired of each other and just died out of exhaustion. What do you say we just both die simultaneously? Right. We can just only ask each other what each other yeah. want to eat for so long that right. no one answers before we just die. I feel like I that's stopped. how Robin and I are going to go. Yeah. We're just going to be asking each other what we want for dinner, and then we'll just both give up and die together. I stopped caring how your day was yeah. back in 83. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> so, next. Uh, okay, I have a Honorable mention list here: the, the the probably the most passionate couple I can remember. The early uh, it, it, from early television, another strange couple: uh, Gomez and Morticia Adams. How about that? So, on the original Adams family, I would even uh, put that one even up above uh, Herman and Lily. I mean, yeah, the just, passion was there. Yes. Like, I mean, they couldn't keep their hands off of each other. No, and that was, again, that was early, even the 60s television. Yeah. That was that was definitely a little bit risky. Kissing up that time. arm. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, they were definitely, they, they, they probably incorporated thing. It was a whole thing over there in that house. You know what I mean? So, yeah, good stuff. 
I'm just going to go through a quick, real fast. I also had Cam and Mitch from Modern Family. Uh, Sam and Diane also had from Cheers. Pam and Jim, The Office, I had them as well. Ben and Leslie from Park Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Very sweet That's couple. Nice. Again, another early couple on television that loved each other. They go through a lot of weird and strange uh, things. Uh, Samantha and Darren from Bewitched. I remember watching Bewitched often as a kid. I love that throuple. Yeah, absolutely. George and Jane Jetson, another uh, early cartoon. George and Wheezy Jefferson, another uh, show I used to love watching, the Jeffersons back in its time. Talking about uh, a needed sex tape. Sure. <laughs> it, yeah, they it, it a great. They probably had the maid in there, the whole mm. thing, you know? Mm. <laughs> uh, an 80s show, uh. watches by parents, I thought was cool. Heart to Heart, that's a, that's a, that's a retro uh, throwback for you there. Uh, Jennifer and Jonathan Hart. Uh, I had Ross and Rachel and also Monica and Chandler, kind of you know, the same for friends. Okay. Lois Lane, Superman, and uh, Shrek, and Fiona from the yes. Shrek movies. And finally, way back television, I used to watch reruns of this as well, Lucy and Ricky, another great depicted married couple on television. There you have it. Nick, what do you got for your honorable mention? Honorable mentions. Uh, this is one that I always enjoyed as a sitcom. Uh, Doug and Carrie Heffernan from King of Queens. Uh, similar mm. dynamic to yeah. the super hot wife and the kind of yeah. you know dumpy guy, whatever. But um, she had this demeanor where a lot of times she acted very annoyed by him, very you know whatever. But there were these moments where they showed a lot of love for each other, and I like that. Uh, cartoon couple, Aladdin and Jasmine. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. classes aside, uh, they mm. fell in love with one another, and I thought that was yeah. very nice. Yeah, they did. Um, in the spirit mm. of couples that simply couldn't keep their hands off of each other, and I absolutely find hilarious through the years, another friend's one. Jack and Judy Geller. I love how in love they are with each other, even as they're sure. older, and they're okay. constantly finding, you know, and, and messing around, and anniversary parties, and in the bathroom. It's just, I love how, like, always all over each other they were throughout the years. It was kind of cool. And uh, another one, just a good, supportive couple through thick and thin. A very pure couple on both sides, really. Clark and Ellen Griswold. Um, uh, just two yeah. pure, sweet people um, yeah. that kind of stick <clears throat> by each other uh, thick and thin. So, yep, that's those are my honorable mentions. Very good. Very good. I have one more couple, guys, that mm. when they come together... Mm-hmm creates magic it i may have witnessed this happening tonight yes and coming together magic. oh or it and creates, yeah they create as well yeah art mm-hmm. a little bit of pain mm-hmm. a beautiful yeah. pain if mm-hmm. i may say uh a a tattoo needle uh, dr smith and will robin no <laughs> no absolutely <laughs> not you can't edit that one out. <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle of an ad read. Got to get. We'll call. Yeah, we're gonna call nine one one here in, in just just a moment here. It's a, yeah. uh, a tattoo needle and skin is what I was referring to as another mm. dynamic. Oh, I was couple. so close. But this, but this is a real couple, and if you want to experience this real dynamic couple and create your own magic and your own experience, your own art forever. Then contact our our friends at Golden Heart Tattoo. Find them on Facebook at Golden Heart Norton and O R T O N. That might be this might be changing soon. We'll keep you mm-hmm. posted. Details to come. Details to come. Uh, find them online, Golden Heart 
tattoos.com or give them a call at 234-706-2982 and ask them, hey, where the hell are you located right now? Because we're, we're trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they will tell you wherever they are for an appointment, whether it be Norton, whether it be Watt, where the hell it's going to wherever they're going to be. But uh, experience your own. No spoiler alerts. Uh, that's right. Your own. Your own magic. There you have it, gentlemen. What? We've experienced oh. it. We've 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 given enough love. I think for an entire episode here. So Some much say love. too much. Yeah, that's why I came in late. I told us about as much love as I can give. It's yeah, <laughs> I'm spent. I give you about a yeah. third, half yeah. at best. Yes, uh, certainly more than we've been able to provide our lovely ladies in any uh, single uh, amount of time <laughs> in, in quite a while. You know, what we I'm didn't saying? even so. need we didn't even need a blue pill for this one. No, no, no absolutely not. So, Nick, yes. you take us out, please, sir. I in a lovely way. I would Peace. love to, because I love you guys, and I love you, our three-and-a-half mm. listeners. I love you all so very much that I would love for you to come and find us on your favorite social media accounts. You can find links to each and every one of them on our link tree. Go to Google, type in Convincing Idiots, link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E. You can also find that on our website, convincingidiots.wordpress.com. So, for this ever-so-special and romantic episode of Convincing Idiots, I am Millennial Nick. I'm the lovely Zennial Dean. Loving Gen X Brian. We all do. Have we tantalized your senses and enticed you to join us for another romantic episode? of Convincing Idiots. Happy Valentine's Day. Mmm. They sure work hard, don't they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. And um, let's go around back where we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter, Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good, like a cigarette chug. The Flintstone has been brought to you by Winston. America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. It still tastes good like a cigarette should.